Hello there, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Episode 18, it is February the 12th, uh, 2020. Uh, It is hump day. Uh, We are in the middle of our second month of the 2020 season and getting ready to jump into this one. As you know, our This Week in Carding podcast, uh, essentially grabbing all the news that for the last couple of weeks or potentially a month uh, has come to the EKN homepage. We bring that, David Cole and I, Go over it, break it all down. Essentially, it's the homepage of the website uh, in a podcast for a week to two weeks or sometimes a month, as I said. This edition of This Week in, in Karting brought to you by Kart Sport North America. The Kart Republic is here, and it's disturbing the status quo. Kart Sport North America is the country's importer and distributor for the Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they're focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. The Kart Republic senior and junior chassis are on fire, and so is the Mini Kart, which is won in SCUSA, USPKS, and WKA competition. For more information, contact Kart Sport North America, where they offer up top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. All right, David Cole, February the 12th, our last show, episode 17, January the 17th. So it's it's less than a month. This is a, this is progress, I think. Math shows it's less than a month. So that's all that matters. It's progress. It. We we had the script essentially done last week. We just ran out of time before you traveled yeah. to uh, to Florida. So, uh, yeah, just I mean, it's kind of how news works you know sometimes you you got to break stories and sometimes you have to put pieces off uh, until a couple of days later it's uh you know you, you see it now not everything's breaking news you know <laughs> that's it come on even even though people may think it is it just isn't right exactly <clears throat> let's jump into it dave because we got i think what four pages of stuff to hit on this edition of this week in carding and again hello to those of you in ekn nation I uh, love the fact that you're tuning in either here on the EKN Radio Network for the first airings or whether you're waiting for the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, whatever it may be. Um, we appreciate it. David, I think one of the things that everybody, well, that's, a, that's not much everybody, but a great number of people in the sport, mainly those at the, uh, at the foundation of uh, the pyramid, those at Race 206, we were waiting for that Briggs & Stratton release to come out with a 2020 uh, Briggs 206 rule set. And finally arrived, which I think uh, – I think everybody was happy to see it. It's it's it wasn't so much the actual rule rule set itself. It was what changes are going to be made. Yeah. That's kind of what everybody was anticipating. We've had this um, this kind of cloud over the rule set for the last couple of months because back in I want to say it was August uh, they talked about uh, releasing a clutch list, and so the uh, the keyboard warriors went to work. <laughs> and hit the internet hard on on asking for for a list now everything you know as as it is in today's society everything's about now 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 and Briggs took his time um, had some changes uh, happening uh, within its structure uh, business wise and at the headquarters so uh, but we knew the rule set was going to be coming out in January as it has been for the last almost now decade uh, pretty close to it last eight years I want to say. Um, but so everybody was was worried was was focused on what clutches are going to be listed in in this rule set. That's that was the focus. So let's talk about that. the The list that did come out uh, the, the the clutches they are approved clutches coming from Max Torque, Hilliard, and Noram. Those models are the ones that will be approved for twenty twenty in the two hundred six program. Correct. 
Yes, they have uh, different models um, within within those brands. And those, I, I want to say there's around uh, eight to nine or 10 clutches, essentially, that that's, uh, are uh, approved by the Briggs & Stratton rule set for 2020 yep. season. So, uh, again, that's for junior, master, um, senior, and I believe cadet, no, cadet, and cadet too. And I think Kidcart has its own stock clutch. But again, you'll have to you'll have to go through the rule set to kind of verify that. But again, everything's listed there. Exactly what's what's happening uh, with the clutch clarification. But also another different rule set uh, came about with uh, spark plug. As uh, effective March thirty first, they're changing to a new Autolite spark plug, the AR thirty nine ten X. So that was something that. Uh, not very many people uh, saw coming uh, ahead. So that was those were really the two areas that uh, that everybody was focused on. But also, it's uh, now that we're into the 2020 season, um, there's uh, new um, seals that not new, but uh, they're they're disallowing the old the original seals that uh, were in place on a lot of the old Briggs rate uh, Briggs 206 engines. And so now those with the black tracer wire with reflective barrel or the red and black tracer wire on the orange seals. Those are the only two uh, type seals that are allowed uh, since January 1, 2020. Yeah, and David, that's an article that we've talked about doing with with uh, Dan Roach from Briggs & Stratton, talking about the fact that with the, some of this new stuff, with coming out with new seals, there are going to be some engines that are no longer eligible to race. That doesn't mean that engine's garbage. That's the one thing about it, right, David? We've talked about getting an article together saying, hey, listen, I have an older engine. It doesn't have the right seal. What can I do with it now? Because it really becomes a base engine. You can do some things with it at that point, turn it into uh, a pro gas, depending on, on what your local area runs. Otherwise, you, you upgrade to a new engine. But but it's those older engines that we're going to work on an article on. Well, again, not necessarily a complete engine. Again, you can go with the short True. with the bottom end, just yes, as long as your bottom point. end um, is sealed with the correct seal, uh, you can still use it. So you can use all the components that are on the engine aside from, from the bottom end. So again, it's, there's a lot to go into it and, you know, it's something that we, we really need to have out probably in the next few weeks and, and hopefully we'll get that done. Uh, David, you mentioned about the fact that the new clutch is coming out and there was also something that kind of came, there was some news that came out of such a press release that came out from Target Distributing right around the same time. Obviously, they try to time it because uh, it's part of a NORAM package where one of the things about the rule set is that uh, all the clutches now have to have a stamped drum, I believe, right? For May the 5th or something like that. So NORAM has done a deal where if you if you bought a NORAM clutch from Target Distributing, they're going to give you a free replacement for the drum, I believe, uh, if you've purchased it after January 1st. If you purchase the clutch prior to January 1st, you're going to be able to buy the drum for just 10 bucks plus shipping, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that, it, again, that, it, Briggs' rule set is trying to limit and limit the, the number of clutches that are, are available on the market that are, that are legal and, again, make it cost efficient. And, and yep. that's always been the, the key element of the Briggs and Stratton 206 packages is making it affordable for anybody to go racing, no matter if you have a 20 year old cart or if you're pulling out a new OTK cart and you want to put a Briggs 206 engine on it. Uh, it's all about affordability, whatever long lasting affordability and fun. I mean, that's that's essentially what Briggs and Stratton racing is about. And uh, yeah, so 
so one of the one of the deals had to do with with the drum issues with noram so now they're all coming with a stamp drum and again you said as you said by may 5th 2020 uh, everybody must be converted to a stamp drum and and target distributing and noram have put in a, a great deal to to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to get that drum whether it be free for those who have already purchased in 2020 or or just for mere $10 in shipping costs uh, for those who purchased before that. Again, that was a pretty big thing that came down the pipe. Everybody was waiting for the 2020 rule set coming from Briggs, and we appreciate that getting out. And, of course, we did what we could to promote that on, on ecardinews.com. Uh, David, let's go to a different program and talk about the United States Pro Card Series because they confirmed their 2020 season, essentially uh, letting everybody know that they were sticking with the three events. I know they had talked about David adding a fourth event. They uh, Mark Coates is saying they will do that for 2021, but with the jam schedule that we have this year, uh, they elected to stick with uh, with just the three events. But I think some of the massive news was was $15,000, a weekend cash purse, at all three races, talk a little bit about the money going out because five grand to win overall on the weekend and, and X30 Pro, that's that's huge money. It's certainly a step up from what they had last year. Uh, it's the same two categories that they're going to provide cash purses for, uh, X30, X30 Pro being one of them and X30 Pro Junior being the other. Uh, last year was the top three finishers in each category got to take home some cash along with uh, MG Tires as well too. Uh, MG Tires is sticking around again as presenting sponsor along with IME USA East. So they're, they're big parts into this increase in the cash purse. Uh, and as you said, $5,000 now is going to be the prize for the overall <laughs> weekend winner uh, in X30 Pro. Uh, and they're going to money down all the way down to fifth place this year. Uh, $2,500 for second, $1,250 for third, $750 for fourth, and $500 for fifth. So all five drivers will, will take home some cash. Uh, X30 Pro Junior, it's going to be a $2,500 payday, $1,500 for second, $750 for third, and then they're going to give fourth place a $500 check as well. And again, all uh, weekend weekend uh, winners get uh, MG tires as well, as long as I believe podium finishers as well too. Pretty fantastic addition to the program. And I think, David, you've been there. You know, we've been doing the ECAN Trackside Live program uh, with you and Tim Cohen on the mic for, for a number of years now. So you've seen the thing grow. You can talk a little bit about how last year, you know, they got up to, I think, didn't they? I believe they hit their record number at one of their, uh, one of the events. And I think everybody's expecting it to be even bigger here in 2020. The Newcastle was a record event, uh, their finale that was just a couple of weeks before the Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, summer nationals at Newcastle. Uh, this year, they're hoping to break that at Ocala coming up here in March for the 2020 opener. They're getting a lot of feedback from a lot of racers that are interested in in, in following the full program that haven't yet f- followed the the complete series. So, young drivers, some new drivers, uh, some new teams coming over to uh, to race it for the first time. So. Yeah. Uh, once we get closer, we'll get we'll kind of dive into uh, into who's coming and who's who's going to be uh, standing out uh, for the 2020 season. But yeah, it's it should be another record breaking season for for the USPKS. Well, we'll definitely you know, before that race do one of our ECAN Outlet preview podcasts. But I know in talking to Mike Rawlson from the Rawlson Performance Group, they're they're taking their squad to USPKS this year. I'm I'm, I'm sure money kind of probably played a bit of a role in that, as did numbers, because numbers breed numbers. But to see RPG there, I think that's a really good get for the guys at, at the USPKS program. Yeah, you just kind of 
ruined it for me, but whatever. <laughs> what did I ruin? <laughs> I, well, we didn't have to say it now. We could have waited later, but okay, we'll go with it. We'll uh, talk yeah, about which RP- drivers yeah. are going to be there next. Yeah, yeah so yeah. R- yeah, RPG is going to be one. I think you're going to see a few more Florida teams coming up. Uh, you know, having that that opener in Ocala has really kind of opened the eyes uh, to a lot of the Florida teams. Uh, you're probably going to see some, maybe some Texas teams moving over. Uh, we we've had uh, they've had Iron Rock Motorsports be uh, be there uh, the last yep. couple of years, so maybe maybe some other drivers from the Texas region coming over as well. Uh, yeah, it's 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 turning into uh, what is going to be a phenomenal 2020 season, and we might even see some international drivers because the uh, the program has now been added to the U.S. national calendar, so is now recognized by FIA. See, uh, uh, to be uh, an event where drivers who have an international license can come and race without having uh, any marks up against them for competing in a in a non-sanctioned event. So uh, we we may even see some some more uh, international drivers take part in USPKS. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool news. And just for those of you who may be looking at, at going to Ocala in the opening round of the USPKS. Registration opening on February the 22nd, about 10 days from now. Make sure to get your entry in. Uh, You know what? I wonder if it's Ocala. So I got to think, David, they're going to be capping classes because at six tenths of a mile, that's not a huge racetrack. They're not going to be able to go 50, 60 guys in the category. So you should probably get yourself entered as soon as it opens up. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had uh, uh, 50, (laughs) but uh, it's a possibility. Uh, You never know. Um, We, I think with the, what, the seven seven categories i can't count off the top of my head now um but yeah you're you're averaging at least 20 20 per category and yeah so i would see definitely like to see they're probably going to see numbers between 30 and 40 for sure all right okay that's solid all right let's say we got one more bit here before we jump into our first break in the action on this episode of this weekend carding episode 18 again february this 12th Myself, Rob Howard, and David Cole give you some of the information that we've had on the homepage of eCarding News. David, some really big news. and We had heard kind of rumblings of it, then all of a sudden, boom, it's happening. And the WKA is going to be returning to that historic circuit inside Charlotte Motor Speedway, inside turns, NASCAR's turns three and four. There was a number of fantastic races that were known as the North American Karting Championships there. All the Europeans came over. Guys like Fernando Alonso and Kimi, uh, Kimi Rakinen all came and raced uh, at that particular event in the, in the mid-90s. There was also the uh, CIKFIA Formula C World Championships in 1998, all in this track that has a, was essentially, when not being a go-kart track, was kind of the access roads for RVs and that kind of thing. But uh, and David, we've been lamented it for many, many years. Talk about the fact how great it would be to have that track to get repaved. You went and looked at it last year and said it was bumpy as hell. Well, dude, they listened to you. You're like you're making stuff happen. <laughs> I guess now that I've been in the sport for 15 years as a journalist, you know, maybe people are starting to listen to me a little bit. Maybe I don't know. No, probably nah, not. Nah. Why? Let's talk about why this. Why start this now? Is big. Um, it, yeah. it wasn't so much the fact that it was bumpy. It was the fact that it was missing sections in the pavement. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that. I mean, if you want to do, you know, some rally cross, I mean, it might've worked out a little bit for, for that type of, uh, of racing for on carts, but uh, to make it a, a, a full competition track, they definitely needed, uh, to lay down some pavement, and that's exactly what they're doing. Um, looking at the diagrams, it's it, it's going to be exactly the same, but they they're talking about making some additions to it to make it to where they can run different configurations. So um, 
Nice. Construction's underway right now. So uh, again, this, the uh, the the first event set for April 17th through 19th. That's going to be part of the uh, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge. That also includes the road race now taking on the in complete roval track, uh, something they were unable to do because the manufactured cup series took over part of the infield. So now that they're over at the track where they should be the karting track where they should be, uh, the road racers now get that full track advantage. So, uh, I think you're going to see a big influx of road racers heading there. And of course the dirt race that took place, uh, at the dirt track across the street was massive last year. And I think it's going to be even bigger this year. Now that people saw what the track was last year, and again, Carters Carters are <laughs> weird people because they always they always like to sit on the fence and see what happens and not just go and go <laughs> after it. And and so I think I think all three events are going to be huge for for WK. Now, Dave, I, I mentioned all the the amazing events that have been there before. That North American Karting Championships was really kind of what this this new Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge is all about. Because back in the day, with that North American Kart, Karting Challenge, it was the Formula A and JICA, and there was another uh, a number of categories running on the sprint track. It was a full on oval, uh, uh, full on road race on the big track, as you had mentioned, and then there was a pavement race on the outside of the track at Outback Speedway. There's a little oval. Much if it's still is it still it there? Is. It is Were still there. there. Last year, is that? Yeah. It is there. Okay. They used to run a, a WK pavement national series race out there. And then of course, then turned to the, the big Briggs and Stratton 300, which was the 300 lapper on the, the uh, oval, the front straightaway. Uh, that was always a big race, big money to win. And, and hundred guys would try to qualify into the show. It was, it was a ton of fun, but Dave, so the, the thing now, which I find interesting, is obviously the race, April 17th, 18th, 19th. But the WK is also bringing another event on the Man Cup to Charlotte, moving the event that was set for July uh, 24th to 26th. So they'll be back twice, which is, I think, really cool. You, you mentioned more configurations. Uh, have you talked to anybody? Is there a p- potential for a different configuration for that trip? That's what the press release said. Uh, they're looking okay. at doing a different configuration. So that's leading us to... Uh, you know, they're going to do something different, whether it's backwards or 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 uh, different turns. I'm not quite sure, because, again, we we haven't seen a finished product of the racetrack. Uh, yeah. So I'm guessing we'll probably see something uh, in the next, you know, probably next month, probably by the time they get done with that. Uh, but, yeah, the event, the, the, the third event of the Manufacturers Cup Series was scheduled for Newcastle in mid-July. This event is now moved to the end of July and moved over to Charlotte Motor Speedway. So again, a different configuration, and so it'll host its. So WK will host two events uh, at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and there is a little bit of talk about a third event uh, taking place on that circuit in 2020. Uh, it, some organization sent a little teaser last week. Uh, if you caught it on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, you might kind of recognize it, but uh, it looks like there might be a Rock Cup USA event uh, scheduled for Charlotte Motor Speedway. Interesting, for sure. We'll uh, we'll keep you up to date on that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, folks, there's our first segment here on This Week in Karting. we get back, we're going to talk about an event down at Atlanta Motorsports Park, a little bit of information on MG Tires. We'll talk about a brand new program uh, starting at what was a or is and was a private track in the, in Cincinnati. We'll talk about that at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, and we'll cap off with a little bit more information about the Ignite program, Margie Ignite program, which continues to grow here in 2020. Stay with us, folks. More to come here 
on the EKN Radio Network. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners, and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts, and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, Every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the This Week in Karting podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Uh, David, let's jump into a new program, a Karting Summit program being launched by the good folks at the Atlanta Motorsports Park. Fantastic track down there in Georgia. Uh, it's going to happen February 29th to March the 1st down in Dawsonville, Georgia at that Atlanta Motorsports track. And they, they just... They're putting together a program, bringing a lot of guys in from the industry and trying to do something good to bring new people into the sport. Maybe those who are already in the sport, give them a lot of, of hands-on education, talking to actual vendors and, and tech guys of certain product lines. Yeah, they've they've been able to bring in a number of uh, different partners uh, to be able to provide some for those who are new to the sport or those who have just gotten into the sport that have questions or concerns or, or comments regarding products. Uh, you got IPK. Uh, members coming in. You have uh, officials from IAMI, Tillotson, MG Tires, and AIM reps all covering uh, a wide range of topics uh, for for those who are going to be able to take part in this karting summit. Uh, they also have F1 driver Felipe Nassar uh, hosting a Q&A uh, during one of the lunches that will be uh, taking place uh, during the summit. So uh, if not only that, a cool opportunity to meet uh, a, a cool professional driver. 
Yeah, no doubt about that. $149 per person. It's a two-day program, February the 29th to March the 1st. And if you want information on that, I think it's www.atlantamotorsports.com. Look for their carding section. I'm sure it's in there. There's also links on ecardingnews.com. We'll push it out there. Uh, for those of you to uh, to be able to, to look look at our Facebook page, and, and we'll get that pushed out as well. David, more uh, more work being done, more the expansion for MG Tires as they add some new partners for 2020 as well. Yeah, MG Tires has been a long-standing uh, tire here in the United States for the last couple of decades now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and continues to uh, to add new tracks, new clubs. Uh, new dealers uh, each each year. Um, twenty twenty brings on a very uh, notable racetrack with uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park and the KRA series that it runs. Uh, now calling the MG Tires their official tire for the program. So it's a uh, it's a big move uh, for the uh, for the series that is there, and a big addition for MG Tires to add on uh, a facility and series just as big as Newcastle is. Yeah, a couple of tracks up in the Northeast coming on board as well. United Karting in Hanover, Maryland, and Lafayette Motorsports Park in Lafayette, New York, adding the, the MG tires as their spec tire as well. David, the, the MGs, the new MGs, the yellow SM and the red SH tire getting their first reviews down at the Supercarts USA Winter Series. And from everybody I talked to, obviously very, very pleased with the, the new, the new uh, program, the new MG tires. Yeah, again, it's all about reliability and performance. And again, the homologation season uh, brought forth these new changes to the tires and and the new name. And and again, they're still uh, providing a a sound uh, rubber compound for for competition with the, uh, again, the the yellow and red tires that continue to be the the popular brands uh, throughout the United States. Yeah, they also have a rental cart tire that they are promoting to uh, the facilities around the country, the RL3. And, and plus, uh, it, we've actually been seeing it on social media, on Facebook, as a new program I mentioned already, uh, United Karting and, and Lafayette uh, Motorsports Park. They're part of a, a new program called the Spartan Mid-Atlantic Cart Series. That'll go, f- uh, it's, it's August to December, Dave. It's like a late, it's a, it's a second half of the year program, adding in OV, yeah, OVRP uh, and GoPro, yeah. right? Yeah, second half uh, program, August to December. So again, like you said, Lafayette uh, Motorsports Park has added uh, an MG Tire brand. The United Karting Program has added MG Tires. So those two tracks, you add in the uh, Oakland Valley Raceway Park up there in New York as well. Uh, that's the third facility that they'll, they'll visit. And then they'll wrap it all up in GoPro at GoPro in December. So yeah, again, a little little second half series. So yeah. there's again, our ser- our season is so front-loaded. Uh, because by the time you get to September, a, a lot of racing has been done. So it's for those those competitors that uh, that have kind of tuned in on their season, and uh, either it's gone good or it's gone bad. And uh, <laughs> here's an op- here, yeah, it's a kind yeah. of a, a new opportunity to uh, to end it well. That's right. Uh, one of the pieces of news that came down though, I think, is really exciting because in my in my opinion, anytime we can kind of open up public karting and public racing in certain areas that maybe are, are underserved with it. I think it's a huge thing for the sport. And I know people around the area in that Cincinnati area are very happy to hear, especially if you think about a one hour or two hour window around it. The new Pro-Am Karting Championship was announced for 2020. It'll take place at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Sean Bailiff and the, and the family there at Trinity Karting Group are the pros at the track. It's a member owned facility um, that, Obviously, you, just like a country club, you have your cart store there. You roll in. You can drive whenever you want. 
you know, they're there to take care of your stuff. They do training, but they've decided to open up and actually have a, a six race series, David, which I think is amazing. This pro-am karting championship is going to kind of be a, a super karts USA program to, to get guys dialed in with those IME classes. Plus they're bringing in the ignite senior and masters class. The series is going to run from April to October, but the track located just east of downtown Cincinnati and Batavia, Ohio, you know, David, to have this this program in that area, I think it's going to make a lot of people happy and potentially bring some new people into the sport. Well, not only new people, but provide an opportunity for drivers to advance because I believe in the southwestern part of, of, of Ohio, if not throughout the whole state of Ohio, it's really grassroots based where there's a lot of Briggs racers, there's a yeah. lot of uh, 100cc racers. So I think the opportunity now for a facility to kind of wrap its arms around the IAMI program with uh, all the way down from micro all the way up to, to shifters uh, kind of opens the eyes to uh, to all the to the racers that are in that region and is a great, uh, great, as you said, great opportunity for MCC to kind of open its doors to those who are outside the membership and uh, be able to get a get a taste of uh, what the facility there offers. And then, as you said, adding the Ignite Senior and Master's program allows those um, new people to, to, to take part in what they have uh, in that track club program. Yeah, I think that, I think that in, in talking to, to Sean Bailiff, he was super excited to add the Ignite Senior and the Ignite Masters category. I think he can see how it's growing around the country. Of course, their Ignite Majors kicking off at the two Winter Series races, and they had some really good numbers down there. Strong, obviously, coming out of the what is kind of the, the roots of the program at, at Gateway, Cartplex, uh, in St. Louis, I think it's uh, it's the, that program is going to keep growing and adding on this program here, this Pro-Am Karting Championship and events at the MCC are going to be solid. Uh, one last thing for the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, David, they're actually going to be hosting the final round of the Pro Kart Challenge East Series as well in October. Yeah, so opening up the doors to the public allows them to bring in uh, certain events. And I think this is a great opportunity uh, for uh, the, the Scusa Pro Kart Challenge East to uh, to uh, get a footing in the state of Ohio at a facility like this and a good partnership between them and the Bela family. And uh, it'll be an October event. Unfortunately, we won't be able to attend because we'll be somewhere else, but uh, it would have been, it would have been a great opportunity to go down there and uh, get a, get, get a taste of uh, what MCC is with uh, the Scusa pro cart challenge East. Yeah. Hopefully we can do that in 2021. Uh, continuing along the theme, David, of the Margay Ignite program and talking about the growth that they've had and, and kind of where they're where they're kind of stretching out and getting new outposts, uh, information coming in that Whiteland Raceway Park in Indianapolis has added the Ignite program for 2020. Yeah, it was kind of part of the uh, the cart shop that is there at Whiteland uh, at the end of last year. But because it came on so late, uh, they weren't able to add it, add the categories uh, to their uh, their club program. But now that they're heading into the 2020 season, they're kind of all on board with uh, the Ignite program, adding the junior and senior divisions for the uh, WRP championship season. So, uh, again, Margay Ignite expanding down in Florida the last couple of months there with uh, the majors they've had. They got uh, the Battle of the Brickyard. They got the Quincy Grand Prix, Rock Island Grand Prix, Elkhart Grand Prix, a lot of other tracks adding uh, the Ignite program. So it continues to add. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ignite uh, expand into New York here pretty soon uh, with uh, a number of drivers we saw racing down in Florida uh, racing on the Ignite package. 
Well, and that that's so interesting you say that because I had a couple conversations with the guys from Margay while we were down in Florida, and uh, um, yeah, there's there, there's more. They're working with additional tracks, new tracks. I think in the next couple of weeks to, uh, or a month or so, we're going to hear some more announcements of, of other tracks picking up this Ignite program because it's just. It's everything we like about karting in terms of getting people off the couch. People that are race fans, like IndyCar, NASCAR, Sprint Car, whatever it may be, you want to get off the couch and do some racing yourself. And it's it, the the low cost and spec nature of the program has just lowered that barrier of entry, both in monetary terms and kind of the of drive of people kind of you know, being apprehensive of man. It's it's I'm not really technically savvy. What do I do? The Ignite program says, come on in. We're all in the same package. It's really easy. You pull the ripcord and away you go. So I think that it's going to be an awesome program uh, as it continues to grow. It's already fantastic as it is. And uh, expecting to see more and more tracks jump on board with this Ignite program for 2020. All right. So we're going to go to the next break because we got more to come. Uh, when we get back after this quick little uh, commercial break, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cup Carts North America program. David Cole and I are big fans of that. We'll talk about USAC karting. Uh, actually, the USAC Karting and, and Cup Cards North America. That's it. We're going to talk about the Battle of the Brickyard. We're going to talk about the Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix, which is back again for 2020. Folks, stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Trader, Evans, Seligren, Birdsell. Karting legends are created here at the Quincy Grand Prix. This is Randy Kugler, the voice of this iconic event. On June 13th and 14th, Competition carts will rip around the spectacular and beautiful 1.2-mile circuit set out inside the South Park of Quincy, Illinois for the 33rd time since 1970. The 2020 edition of the Quincy Grand Prix marks the 50th anniversary of the first time carters raced around this historic venue. To celebrate the event, a $10,000 cash purse has been established for the four pro classes competing on the weekend. A total of 11 categories will be competing for the unique trophy given to all race winners, the Gussie, designed and named after the original race founder, Gus Trader. Registration is now open, so don't wait and enter now at QuincyGrandPrix.com and become a legendary. We'll see you at the park. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKRA.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Episode number 18 here on the ECAN Radio Network or on the podcast, whatever you're listening to. Uh, this week in Karting, February the 12th. Uh, David, we got lots to talk about here right now. We're going to kind of be, to a certain extent, four cycle central, century, uh, centric, but maybe not. There's more to come in, in USAC. Let's start with the 2020 Cup Carts North America class structure. I think a lot of people uh, were eagerly awaiting this, just as they were the, two, the the Briggs rule set, because Cup Carts North America over the last two years really has been on the rise. Four cycle racing on the rise. People excited about the 206. 
their Grand Nationals, of course, uh, topping record numbers. They're going to have more drivers this year. But I think they're really excited to get out of the gate here in 2020. Yes, uh, it's it's an exciting program because they, they wrapped it all up with the Grand Nationals there at Newcastle with a massive amount of entries. And so they're taking that momentum and continuing it up into the 2020 season. And they've done that over the last few seasons because that Grand Nationals has really kind of boosted up that uh, the grassroots movement that uh, we've been following for a number of years now. And, and again, like we said, the 206 package with Briggs is just it just provides that opportunity to just get off, like you said, get off the couch and go racing. And and uh, yeah. and so the 2020 Cup Carts North America class structures looks very similar to what it does last year uh, with kid carts uh, still there. Sportsmen and junior still there. Both categories still with the open body work. So you can run either CIK or the full body uh, gold cup style. Uh, what they've done now is they've added um, two uh, senior CIK classes. Now we have, so there's a total of three in all, in all total. You have senior light at 340. You have the senior medium at 365 and a senior heavy at 390. And that 390 matches up with the master's weight still. And then they combined. Too heavy. It is. It's too heavy. <laughs> and they combined uh, last year's senior light and senior heavy that were open body work. They've combined it into one category. So, again, uh, this, the, the class structure is still small enough to where you're able to run multiple rounds in a weekend. So they'll have their Saturday and Sunday rounds. Uh, but again, and the, the senior cap packages uh, provide the opportunity to run multiple categories uh, at different weights. Uh, something we haven't un- never seen in karting. It's, it's, it's very typical that it happens because weight is such a, a big factor in, in, in our sport. But uh, as you said, weights are a little high. The 390 is just outrageous, uh, as we've said, but there's people that do it. And uh, and again, we'll see uh, how the numbers shake out. I think the senior light category is going to be big because it provides some of those younger drivers the ability to move up without having to add a ton yeah. of weight on. And then there are still some of the some of the uh, elder drivers who are, who are lightweight and they can go run at, at that 340 pounds. That, that's very true, and again, and again, this is more of a, you know, a typical thing that we've seen you know, over over the years with the light, medium, and heavy, and it works because uh, there are obviously a lot of different size drivers. Uh, you know, you and I both believe the master's weight is too high at three ninety. I think a lot of people believe that, but whatever works, right? The cool thing is that they ever did drop that, let's say, to three seventy five, and some, if somebody can't make that three seventy five, they could easily run senior heavy if they wanted. That, that's an opportunity. But the bottom line is is that this program, Cup Carts North America, continues to evolve. And, David, they're evolving based on the, the racers they have or the feedback they're having from racers, right? The guys like, hey, listen, we'd love to come and race with you, but, we, but it just doesn't work for us. Like you said, David, 340 pounds for senior light. You're going to get a young kid coming out of junior into senior, and he doesn't want to put 60 pounds on the go-kart. Well, this is the opportunity now for him to be able to race with a much lighter cart. I think you're right. I think that's going to be a big class. And I think you're going to see some fast Masters guys who are small enough, do that too. Pull the weight off and go 340. Yeah, we've already right. seen that at 365. You know, So again, you're, if you're 140 pounds, your cart's got to weigh 200 pounds. That's a lot of weight yeah. uh, still. Hell, I, so, you and I can make 365. We can make the 365, right? no problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. That, and that's kind of where we're at with things. Again, I, I, I still have to write this column, but I want to get more data. I want to get more input uh, to be able to write this column. 
the right way. And, and so hopefully that that'll get done as we move on throughout the season. And then by the time, you know, we get to uh, August or September, I can put it out there and then people can start reviewing and looking at it like, Oh man, we are putting way too much weight on these cards. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a great deal. And I think what you're going to see in the cross section is a lot of guys that are going to be racing with a lot lighter go-karts, which is great. They will kick things off for the Cup Carts North America, David. For their, their, their Champions Cup is what they call their racing series. And, of course, the Grand Nationals. The 2020 Champions Cup starting at Whiteland Raceway Park on April 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, they'll get the Spring Nationals underway. That was a huge event last year. We expect it to be big this year. And then we'll cap it all off again. You and I already have this weekend locked and loaded. Uh, October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Grand Nationals 4. What do you think? How many drivers are we going to get? We're going to we're going to go three fifty. You think? Yeah, it's it's not unheard. I mean, it's uh, doable. It's very doable with the entries. I think with the, the ability for drivers to do multiple classes uh, now with in the senior ranks, I think you're definitely going to get that for sure. Uh, so uh, again, I think we'll have over three hundred drivers. That's I think that's going to be yeah. the key. That's nice. All right, so so sticking with some four-cycle, we'll add a little bit of two-cycle in here as well. USAC Karting, David, they've set their class structure for this year's 2020 Battle of the Brickyard, another uh, weekend that you and I have already penciled on the schedule. It's a new date, uh, July 23rd, 24th, 25th, not that July 5th to 7th last year. Some movement at the Speedway with NASCAR coming in with their Brickyard event that weekend. We move a couple weekends further into the, the schedule. Great for us. We're still able to come. But some they did they did do some work, David, in terms of massaging the uh, the class structure based on kind of things that happened last year and some kind of some trends in the sport as well. Yeah, not very big changes. I think the most notable is the uh, the format they're going to follow with the Briggs Two Hundred Six Medium and Heavy categories. Again, both divisions had roughly seventy entries in both of them. Uh, what they're going to do now is they're going to split the fields into. A group and B group for the heat races and pre-finals. So that way there's less carts out there. Uh, it's going to add to uh, to the schedule a little bit, but uh, provide people with the ability to kind of get good, clean races in the heat races and pre-finals without having maybe 35 carts coming screaming at you if you get sideways mid-pack. <laughs> um, so, And then they'll combine them into the main event uh, from those eight group A and group B heat and pre-finals. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that format works out. Uh, Briggs 206 Junior Masters to return all with the uh, CIK bodywork. Uh, again, one of the big uh, parts of the uh, the Battle of the Brickyard is the Margate Ignite program. They will return with the Senior, Master, and Junior uh, categories. Uh, in addition, I think, uh, obviously, as we work into the the IAMI program as well, David, the shifter card, I think, is one of the big deals. They're actually going to have a spe- – I think they're going to have a separate IAMI SSE senior category, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. So the – yeah, sorry. The uh, shifter categories are kind of going to be broken up a little bit. Last year was uh, – was I think they had stock Honda separated from everything. This year, the IAMI SSE – engine will be separated from everybody so they'll have its own senior and master's class where the rest of the engines can including kz rock and the stock hondas will be in the open shifter categories for both senior and masters uh IME x30 senior returns along with IME masters so those two those two categories are returning along with y- uh, yamaha senior junior and masters uh they also have essentially a 100 cc category 
100cc and senior and junior. It's going to include both the KA100 and VLR100. And the senior class, David, they're opening it up for Yamaha and KPV. I wonder how many guys will, will maybe take an opportunity to run that class as well. If they're there running Yamaha in senior, they can also run the 100cc class. Yeah, it just provides the opportunity for those. You know, again, they're they're trying to welcome everybody. It's it's the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, you got you have a Yamaha with a pipe on it. Come race this class. You got a you still have a KPV with you know. Come race this class. So again, again, you don't have to be competitive. It just provides that opportunity for for somebody who has these engine packages to come race. Yeah. And, uh, and I think the K100 and VLR programs are really growing. And so they have the, have, they had the opportunity there to, to include them. And so they've done that and then add the, uh, and then you add those, uh, the older engines in as well. Uh, all classes, uh, or will be on Hoosier tires. The, uh, the registration's already opened. It was opened on February the 1st. And we know that USAC was, uh, was Hoosier. What did I say? Hoosier? He, you, you, I don't, you, you throw in like a U or an I in between it. <laughs> I've always said Hoosier, not Hoosier. I don't know why, dude. Listen, my dad used to, Hoosier. my dad, Hoosier. my dad run Hoosier tires uh, on a stock car back in, let the dog out. in the back of the Thank 80s. You know and we always said Hoosier. I don't know why I said Hoosier. Hoosier. Sorry, David. There, there you, you go. go. Um, <laughs> registration's already open, guys. USACCarding.com. Uh, and again, who was the first entry, Dave? Who was the first entry? He's the first guy out in every race. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> that that's how you, that that's how you treat a friend. That's a friend a friend who, who rags on me every single day. That's true. That's true. He's definitely part of the. Okay. He's definitely part of the beat hashtag beat David Cole movement. That's for sure. See, so I have to throw it in there when I can. Gary Osterholt, folks, was the first guy yeah. to enter the event this year. Good to see Gary back out again here in 2020. Uh, sticking, sticking with the USAC karting program, David, the, they're back again on August 14th and 15th. The Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix back again, racing Friday and all day Saturday. Uh, was it, were, were they, they going to go in the night? Didn't I hear something about them racing at night? They they raced that night last They're year. Not doing it again uh, this they year. Had some night races last year. Uh, this year as well too. Again, so, right? racing Friday yeah. night, Friday night because again you're not going to race during the day on Friday. Everybody's working, so <laughs> uh, Friday off. night racing and then all day and all day Saturday. Um, again, and it, the great thing about this is it's not on the uh, Scooser Summer Nationals date. Uh, with them moving their That's date right. up one weekend. Uh, this provides now the opportunity for Indiana people and, and those in the Great Lakes area to kind of be able to do both because uh, this will be the weekend after. Uh, but if you have Briggs 206, Shifters, Yamaha, Margay Ignite, and then uh, that combined uh, FK100 category that you that we talked about there at the Brickyard, um, all those classes will be racing uh, on the streets of Elkhart. I like it. Registration for that event opening up on March the 1st. So again, registration open now for Battle of the Brickyard for the uh, the Thor Industries Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix. It opens on March the 1st. That's about two weeks from now. USACCarting.com to make sure you're part of the action for both of those events. All right, folks, a couple more breaks coming. This one here, ready to go. After this, we're going to talk a little bit about Rotax. We're going to talk about one of our drivers here, America, American drivers heading over to Europe this year for Team USA. Stay with us. We've got more to come after this break. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margay Ignite Spec Karting Program offers you all of that at an affordable price. 
The all-new IgniteKarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing Chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting. The historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and Drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. The first round of the fastest growing Rock Cup program in the U.S., the Challenge of the Americas, is already in the books. So get out your calendar and mark off the final two dates on the schedule. It's the program's 13th season and year three of our Rock Focus, and the kickoff to 2020 in Tucson was exciting. The field will be even bigger for the next stop of the series at Cal Speed Karting in Fontana on the February 21-23 weekend, and the finale at Sonoma in NorCal Wine Country on March 27-29 is shaping up to be the biggest races of the three. Do not miss it. Our classes include Micro, Mini, Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our multi-manufacturer 100cc junior, senior, and master's categories, and our well-supported Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters program. We're by far the largest shifter program in the West, with 56 unique competitors and an average of 32 shifter drivers in just two categories last winter. There were 35 Rock Shifters in Tucson, and more are expected for CalSpeed in February. Prizes include tickets to the massive Rock Super Final in Italy, and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. Event 2 is set for February 21 to 23, so head to the series website at challengecarding.com and get registered so you can join us in Fontana. Let's rock. Rocking and rolling through the uh, the order of all the stuff that has made it to the EKN homepage in this edition of This Week in Karting. Uh, David, obviously every year we wait for the information. Normally it comes at uh, at the event last year, Finally, we get the date, or not the date, but the uh, actually the date and the location of this year's Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals. Yeah, it takes a little bit of time, and uh, I believe probably some deals that get worked out during yeah. the, uh, the the previous Rotax Grand Grand Finals. Uh, this year, now it's uh, it's going to Bahrain, Bahrain for the first time ever. Uh, moving the date to November 7th through the 14th. So kind of that week before the Supernatch uh, and the week, uh, I believe, of the or bef- the week after the Rock the Rio. So it kind of there's a lot of events from October to November that are yeah. international and on the world stage. And this one, this one being on the world stage as the Olympics of karting, again, bringing drivers from nearly 50 countries all together to uh, to compete. Uh, on on identical chassis with uh, the same Rotax engines, 
Um, this time, again, as I said, going to Bahrain for the first time. So let's look uh, and talking about international competition and one of the things we've seen over the last number of years, which has been kind of cool, is this twenty. There's this FIA Karting Academy trophy. This year, the, the driver that will represent Team USA, a guy that we all know very well, and of course you follow in all the the races you go to, Connor Zilich, uh, going to be part of Team USA to represent them at the at the Karting Academy trophy this year. He'll take over the helm of Luca Mars, who represented the United States last year. Uh, Luca did very well, but only competed in two events because he did have a broken wrist uh, yeah. for the finale, so wasn't able to uh, to compete there. But uh, Luca Mars represented us really well, and I think Connor Zillage will do the same. Uh, he's actually been racing in Europe for the last couple of years. Uh, has been uh, again a uh, Team USA member at the Rock Cup Super Final. He's been the Team USA member at the Rotex Grand Finals. He's been. Uh, uh, he was actually the mini winner at the Rock Cup Super Final in 2017. Won the Super Nationals that same that following what month uh, in Vegas in the mini Swift category. Yeah. Uh, last year's K100 Junior Champion at the Scusa Pro Tour uh, was a runner up in the X30 Junior category at the Scusa Super Nationals. Uh, so a lot of accolades. He's got a resume. Uh, yeah, he's got a solid <laughs> resume uh, going into uh, the 2020 season. Yeah. Um, again, he'll be, he'll be focused on the Academy trophy and other European events that he'll be doing with ward racing. So, uh, very European focused scheduled for Zillage in 2020. And I, and I really think that Connor's experience that he's had over there and the success he's had, right. Not just running in those events, but being able to run up front. Like you said, he was a winner at the rock cup super final back in 2017 in mini at South Garda. I think that kind of experience he had, I really like his opportunity to win some win some races here and potentially win this win this program. Uh, the, the series starts April the thirtieth to May the third in Lanado, Italy. From there, it goes to Genk in, in Belgium on June the eighteenth to the twenty first, and it wraps up September tenth to the thirteenth in Le Mans, France. Uh, I, I, hopefully, we can get another driver diary going because I, I I love those diaries that we've had before. Um, I think Connor's going to do a great job over there. I look forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, it'll be great to see him carry the uh, red, white, and blue. Uh, and hopefully we'll get a, a second driver here in the coming years. Uh, we've had two drivers previously uh, compete there uh, back when the uh, Academy Trophy program start, first started. Uh, but again, take, uh, the uh, the spots are still you know negotiable through the FIA. So to get one is is, is sound. And I think to, uh, to have one driver to focus on and, and cheer for will be fun and exciting. Folks, one more break here in this edition of This Week in Carding. When David Cole and I get back, we'll talk a little bit about what we got going on EKN, what the podcasts are now available. We'll just wrap things up for you, and we hope you stay with us. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida, 
and they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. The sport's biggest series, East of the Mississippi, is ready to fire up the 2020 season. The United States Pro Card Series will be even bigger and more lucrative than ever before, supported again by the fine people at MG Tires in IAMI, USA East. The US PKS will remain a three-race program in 2020, beginning the championship trail at Ocala Grand Prix on March 26-29. to The center point of the season will take our drivers and teams to the GoPro Motorplex to compete under the lights on June 18th through 20th, and we'll complete the season with the Hoosier State Grand Prix on July 16th through 19th at Newcastle Motorsports Park in Indiana. If you are looking for the finest top-level series featuring industry-leading IAMI X30 KA100 and Swift competition, come race with us in 2020. We've raised the prize bar even higher for our X30 Pro Senior and Junior drivers this year with a combined event cash purse of over $15,000. The Pro Senior drivers will be racing for $5,000 to win the overall weekend points and the Juniors $2,500 to the outright winner. Paying back the top five in Senior and the top four in Junior. No other series in the U.S. has this kind of payout. Pile all that cash on top of one of the best IAMI prize packages in the country, and you've got plenty to be excited about. Don't miss out on the best series in the sport. Check out USPKS.com for all the information you'll need. Move up to karting. Move up to USPKS. Welcome back to This Week in Karting. Time to wrap things up for this edition. What is it, David? It's episode number 18, uh, February 12th. Hump, hump day here. She's only uh, 18. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. Wow. Wow. It is it's, getting it's close to lunchtime. It's actually 17, but it is getting close to lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, some of the uh, editorial that we've had on the website, uh, you know, I, I got, had a chance to, to, to blast a little article out early in the year about uh, yourself, David Cole, 15 years with us, which I think is fantastic. 15 years as a journalist, 15 years with eCardingNews.com. You got to go back and wonder, the calculator. How many races do you think you've been to representing us? It's got to mm. be over. It's well over two. Well over two hundred. Fifteen yeah. years. Let's just say. Let's say. Say you go an average of sixteen a year, right? Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was kind of. I rounded it up to twenty because there's still races I go to that I'm not actually there, but I'm still representing. Yeah, it's uh, three hundred. Yeah, yeah. So I would. I would say about three hundred. <laughs> wow, you know? um, that's, that's pretty awesome. International star, I, I guess I am. Yes, um, you are. You're huge, bud. You know, you're huge. You're that, a legend in your own mind. That 2006 Winter Cup event. I mean, I was just, <laughs> I was beating women off with a stick, and 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 drivers wanting my autograph. It was just amazing. I get it. So, 
Uh, yeah, you're uh, big. You're it's, you're big. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been it's been a cool ride. Um, interesting ride at times. Um, memorable. Lots of lots of uh, memories throughout the 15 years. And uh, again, the, the sports just evolved dramatically from from yeah. the first day that uh, I sat behind the laptop to uh, to begin this journey uh, till now. I mean, it's continually changing, if not year after year, but month to month. So uh, fun. And we'll see uh, we'll see what the sport has in store for it for uh, at least another decade. Right. We're we got to make it to 2030. Yeah, we got to go to 2030, right. I think. Yeah I'll, uh, yeah, I'll only be in my early 60s at that point. Works for me. One of the things, David, I think is interesting, obviously, <laughs> early on when you first started with, with me was the fact that, you know, people see the, the website and everything we do, and, they, and, and, you, and wow, what a fantastic job it is, what, I, you know, a dream job. And it is. If you're a racer, we get to go to all these events. And, but it's a lot, of, a lot of work behind the scenes, and, and not just the amount of work, but, man, it's it's not all sunshine and roses because, because a lot of the times things are great, but a lot of the times we hear a lot of the negative stuff that no, the people don't hear. And I know that's that's kind of tough. I think sometimes to swallow, you know, to to have to internalize because uh, a lot of the conversations we have, people are just bitching and complaining and moaning, and it's it's hard to hear that on a regular basis. I think. Well, there's a difference between bitching and moaning, and and um. Oh, what's the word? See, I uh, fifteen Const- years constructive, constructive, constructive criticism. criticism. There it is. Yeah, um, yeah. So th- you want to hear constructive criticism, you know? And again, it just depends on the person you're talking to because what can be yep. criticism sounds like it's bitching and whining, but it's just the way they talk. <laughs> and that's kind of, yeah about us and about us and about the sport, about yeah. everything. Yeah, and everything. again, that's just sure. kind of how you know. Fifteen years, you kind of understand how how people interact and 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 feel and, and how they're passionate about things. I mean, I mean, carting is just like the world. There's a lot of diversity throughout the sport. There's a lot of people with different backgrounds, different beliefs. And, and that's one thing that, you know, and it's such a small niche, uh, community that it's hard to understand that this person feels completely different than how this person feels yet. We're all involved in the same sport. So it, it's, it's kind of balancing that you got, you kind of just have to, to put away some of the BS bullshit that happens and, and just kind of focus on the better, the better side of things. And you do have to remember, David, even though you and I kind of look on a wide spectrum of the sport because as to where we are and what we do, and the fact that we support all the different organizations, whatever it may be, most of the input you get from people comes from their specific, their their specific focus. They're spoke focused on one series or one class or one level of card, whatever it may be. Right? So, you know, people just they, they want they have their opinions and thoughts on the one thing that they do. They don't. A lot of people, a vast majority, I would say, ninety eight percent of the people don't look at a, at a wide spectrum. And you have to take that with a grain of salt, and and not even with that, you have to you have to understand that and 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 take it for what it is. I think that's one well, of the key things. If if social media has taught us anything, it's that it's it's people have their own beliefs and and ideas and and yeah, it's it's very hard to to juggle that around and and. So carding is is just like anything else where people have different ideas and beliefs. And like you said, it the more the more I've been involved, because before I started doing this, I, I did think, you know, inside my own box. I, I never thought outside my box. And and now now that I've been around, like you said, to all these different events, different places, different people, different programs, it's just, the more you experience, the the better 
diverse you become and, and understand how certain things work and certain things don't work. And, and you see, you see things in a bigger picture than, than a narrowed vision. Yeah, very well said. Uh, we did have some great editorial recently on the site. If you haven't seen it yet, go back and check it out. Uh, we got a, a great article by uh, by Richard Seiler. That's called Begin Again, Going Back to His Roots, His Carding Roots. And it was about a guy, you got to read it, but it's essentially a guy that's been in the sport for a long time, was away for a bit, went and bought a shifter cart and got back out and had some fun. It's a really cool article. And again, there's a, the, about the passion of the sport. We got a team diary from the guys from Racing for Children's Karting Team that were part of the Sim Race, the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. They gave us a preview, and that's going to be an amazing event. That's going to keep growing, guys. It's it was it just keeps getting bigger in its second year. Uh, look at that 24 Hours of Orlando, David. The uh, the uh, December 2019 Driver of the Month, Mister Daytona, Randy Folks. He was actually down at the Homestead Race working with the guys in the Margay Ignite tent as an arrive-and-drive uh, mechanic, and he wanted to say hi and thank you very much for that for that honor because, Randy, Mr. Daytona, definitely deserved that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost every year that he's able to pick up victories. Now, there's been years where he doesn't, uh, but he's added multiple on other years. So uh, I believe the win total is up to, I believe, 57, he said, uh, when, he, when we talked it during the article. And uh, just to be there from the inaugural Daytona Kart Week back in 1974 to to be winning there now 45 years later is just amazing. It's staggering. That's and there there's a guy right there we need to do a full article on. That's got to be something we work on here in 2020. Lots of race coverage on the website as well. We uh, we had coverage of the Florida Winter Tour race in Miami, the Challenge of the Americas race in Tucson, which one of which was one of our EKN Trackside Live events, as was the final two rounds of the Supercarts USA Winter Series down at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex. I just got back from that event. Uh, some so great great race coverage on the website as well. David, let's talk a bit about the the, uh, the podcast you've kicked out. Those of you listening to the ECAN Radio Network know we start all our content. We stream it first on the ECAN Radio Network if you want it now. If you're going to wait a little bit, it becomes a podcast. David, you've knocked out, uh, what, uh, a bunch of podcasts over the last couple of days. Over the last uh, week, almost month, week. because yeah. almost the last week or month, because it's, it's uh, shows that have been uh, – put out uh, in podcast form since we had our last This Week in Carding, which was uh, January 17th. So that episode 17 is available. We have our debriefs from the Scusa Winter Series, AMR1. We have our debrief from the Challenge of the Americas at Tucson, including uh, the uh, outlap that previewed that event, uh, as well as the outlap that previewed the uh, Scusa Winter Series event uh, that just happened this past weekend. So those are all available in podcasts. Uh, and then another really great podcast interview that you did, an industry insider with Terry Trader of uh, Quincy Grand Prix. Yeah, that was a fun, fun getting a chance to talk to Terry about the history of the Quincy Grand Prix and about his own history and, and about stuff that they've done, the work that they've done to get this race going again. And I'm absolutely thrilled that I'm heading down there. A lot of chatter when we were down in, at, uh, at the Scusa Race at Homestead. People uh, saying they're, they're going to come and run Quincy this year, which is exciting. Uh, we'll also be wrapping up uh, tomorrow. We'll be recording the debrief of the Winter Series from from the uh, the third and fourth rounds there. I'm working on the notes on that. We'll get that uh, recorded on Thursday. It'll probably be out on Friday. Uh, and again, uh, all the podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also get them at, at podbean.com. Uh, David, we do have more stuff coming on the EKN Radio Network coming up. Uh, you've already st- we're streaming right now. Uh, the live broadcast from the main events from the Scusa Winter Series race. As I said, we got the we got the uh, the debrief coming up. 
I'm going to be hooking up uh, uh, an Operation Grassroots. I've got Greg uh, Jasperson lined up for an interview as well. Hopefully going to get Dan Roach to, to sit down and chat with us pretty soon for, a, for an industry insider. And later this month, because the next race on the Ecan Trackside Live Tour is the uh, third and fourth rounds of the Challenge of the Americas. We have the the Outlet Preview podcast coming. That'll probably what be what next week, early next week. Yeah, we'll probably get that up on the radio probably next Wednesday, so a week from today. Uh, playing on the Ecan Radio Network as we preview the events that are going to be happening at Cal Speed, and our fingers are still crossed. It, the weather looking good. No rain for that uh, weekend next weekend, but uh, it's still too far to to uh, to to put it, place any bets on it. Dude, it better be dry because I just <laughs> talked to Andy Saisman last night, and uh, the uh, Challenge of the America staff we're doing smash burgers on Friday for lunch. We're going to take mm, care of the staff. Yum Rocks yum yum. Gonna rock some smash burgers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy myself a new Blackstone grill, but I'll leave that down there, and uh, it'll be good. That's we're we're fired up and ready to rock on that. David, what do we got coming? What's uh, we're heading out here? We got a couple of races, EK Trackside Live races coming. Give me the give me the schedule for the next uh, month and a half. Well, as we just talked about, uh, we'll be previewing the Challenge in the Americas event uh, coming up on February 21 through the 23rd. Uh, that'll be happening at the Cal Speed Karting Facility in Fontana, California. So we'll be trackside there next weekend. Uh, you take it, I believe it's what, one, two, three weekends after that. Uh, we'll be back trackside. At least I will be trackside. Yeah. This will be a unique a unique event as I will be at the Supercards USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals at the NOLA Motorsports Park in New Orleans, Louisiana on March 13, 14, and 15. You, however, will yeah. not be there. I know. it's a fir- It'll be the first Pro Tour race I've ever missed. We got a conflict with the opening round of the Road to Indy uh, at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. So my Road to Indy and, uh, and IndyCar duties are going to have me busy that weekend. It, it's I hate that there's a conflict. I got to be there. But we're bringing in a pretty solid replacement. Xander Clemens is going to come in. He's a young guy that obviously has a fantastic voice, does a tremendous job, and and I was thrilled to be able to get Xander for that event. So he'll be you'll be uh, you'll be trackside with the Giggly Ginger for that one. And at least he listens to what I tell him to do. So that's that's yeah. the positive part of it. You'll be the boss that time for sure. I, I, <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> um, all right. Two uh, weeks Dave, from that, though. Yeah, you're again, back on the road. Again, yeah. we're both back on the road. That's true. That's right. That's right. It's a double. It's a, it's it's what did we call it last year? Well, we didn't we do it back to back last year. Didn't we do two of them like that last year? We did two of them like that last year. Back to back double jacks. The this double, year, double doubles. Yeah, this year is only one double, so yeah. no double. So it's double. it's March the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth. The same weekend, we have the two channels on eCard News: EKN Live One and EKN Live Two. Uh, David's going to be at the United States Pro Kart Series opener. Talked earlier today about how good that race is going to be: March the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth in Ocala, Florida. And I'm going to be uh, on the West Coast, Sonoma, California, for the final round of the Challenge of the Americas. Again, the same weekend, March 27th to 29th. U- USPKS is going to be big. This is going to be the biggest uh, Coda race of the year as well. I think we're probably going to top 150 racers at Sonoma. So that's going to be, you know what? It's a good weekend for karting. There's going to be some big racing on the East Coast and big racing, racing on the West Coast. Yeah, both events could be record setting because again, yeah. the challenging Americas could set their record for the largest event they've had in the 13 seasons that they've been racing as well. Yeah. Uh, United States Pro Kart Series entering uh, began in 2013, and this could be their their largest event that they've ever had since then. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, great. It's a great time to be in the sport of karting right now. 
I love it. A lot of uh, this is it, right? We talk about the pyramid a lot, and of course, these events like the Challenge of the Americas, the USPKS, the, the Scusa Pro Tour. That's the top level. That's the top five, you know, six, seven, eight, five percent of the guys at the top level that that, that are spending a lot of money and doing a lot of racing. We're super excited. We talked a lot about it in this weekend carding. That foundation, the 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 base level of the the the, the pyramid. That's where all the support. That's where all the strength comes. Where drivers racing at the clubs and the regional series around the country, week in and week out. There's some tremendous stuff there as well. Whether it's the CKNA stuff, the USAC races, just any awesome club race, a lot of those regional series around the country. It's going to be a really good year. Yeah, things are different. We're kind of split up in manufacturer worlds. That's where we are now. You're, you're IME over here, Rock here, Rotax growing as well. A lot of great regional racing, and of course the Briggs 206, which is really, as we said many, many times, press the reset button uh, on club racing, karting for that matter, for, for sale kart racing around the country. David, let's wrap things up here on this weekend karting. Anything else you want to add? No, looking forward uh, to uh, to getting back to the Challenge of the Americas next weekend. Uh, but uh, before that, we got to tape our debrief, so I'm interested to uh, talk about uh, the things that happened uh, in Florida to wrap up the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, so again, lots going on here uh, at the uh, offices of EKN. You know, that's exactly it. And yes, we'll wrap things up with uh, the Supercarts USA Winter Series tomorrow. We'll get that uh, debrief podcast to the review podcast recorded. David will get it prepped and out to you. Lots of content coming here on the EKN Radio Network, folks. Thank you so much for being part of it. Thank you for subscribing uh, to the uh, to the iTunes and Google Play podcast. We love it. Make sure you add us to your Spotify list as well. Uh, we're doing what we can to bring a lot of content for everyone here uh, in EKN Nation. Thanks again, folks, for tuning in to This Week in Carding. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>